Hello, listeners. We're finally here. The Season 5 Ranking episode featuring friend of the podcast, Hunter. Every season, he sends us his personal ranking, so we decided why not just have him on this time? Well, a mega-sized season of Adventure Time deserves a mega-sized recording, so we're going to split this into two parts. This week, we'll go over our episode rankings from 52 to 26, and next week, we'll be releasing numbers 25 to 1. Not to mention favorite finisms and all that fun stuff, plus some long-overdue listener feedback. Anyway, enjoy the show. It's podcast time. Your wild grabber friends will talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob and Adventure Time Podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And here we hey, are talking I'm about Hunter. Adventure Time. <laughs> What? Dude, I'm going to introduce you, bro. <laughs> it was the pause. <laughs> we got to keep that in. Pause for me. <laughs> did you have pause at me? The look. What, did like, you get scared? <laughs> You're like, what do I do now? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> That's it. The whole episode's okay, off now. That's it. We're done. Uh, so, as you know now, we have a guest. Hunter has joined us. Longtime friend of the pod. Um, this is our ranking episode. We're super excited to have Hunter. He always has these wonderful ranking lists, um, has given us a lot of ideas throughout the years uh, as we've done this podcast. And so we're really excited to have him on. Um, before we introduce him, Matt. Yeah. How are you? Pretty good. I, I've, I've been a little bit of a mess this morning. <laughs> I realized <laughs> yeah. when, I, when we put our rankings together, I was missing like three episodes. I was like, well, that's great. Like five minutes before we got on to Zoom. So he's practically having a panic attack, and I was just like, "All right, let's sit down. We're gonna go through the list. It's fine. We got so, it." Yeah, then I finally sit down to record. I was like, "Where's my microphone?" I was looking <laughs> through my office for like ten minutes for my mic, and it was like right in front of my face the whole time. Uh, how are you? I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm really excited for this this episode. Um, we've done a lot of work. I feel like I deserve I you we deserve like a badge of honor for getting through this fifty two episode uh season it we've moved through the middle of the season i think twice maybe (laughs) we've done we've had a lot of life happen i think season five will forever sit in my heart as like our growth season and then we have the fiona and cake takeover and it's just a lot so just really excited yeah hunter how are you today i am good i am sorry also that i messed up the beginning no, you did it. You're good. No, we're, okay. we're this show is all about imperfection. We're all good. Uh, I usually mess up the beginning, so I'm glad somebody else took over for me. <laughs> so we're super excited to have Hunter on. Uh, Hunter, uh, welcome to Oh My Glob and Adventure Time Podcast. Uh, why don't you tell us about how you got to know Adventure Time and how it became such a like part of your of your life? Yeah, so um, I guess it was about 15 years ago. I think it's when it started, which is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I was at a buddy's house and he was like, Hey, there's this new show that just came out. Let me, let me show you. I think it's right up our alley. And it was the uh, episode four of the show, the tree trunks episode where they have to help her find the magical apple. And I was hooked. Like ever since that, I, I think right after that, yeah. we went back and watched the first few episodes. And then it was just pretty much every week after that. I was somehow watching the new episode all the way up until here we are it. today. <laughs> what an episode to start on. Like, yeah, I, know. I would I have mean, been hooked like, too. Is Tree Trunks really like the MVP of Adventure Time? I mean, 
I'll get into that. <laughs> Depending on the episode. <laughs> I, it's funny. So we're recording on Zoom and watching both of their faces as I say that. They're like. <laughs> it's the MVP. I don't know. I think the MVP might be a drop ball ghost. <laughs> drop ball. Help me frame and grab, right? Lemon grab? Yep. Lemon grabs the MVP. Oh, MVP yep, yep. my high. Boo. Boo. <laughs> you should get a spinoff He's series. Not that, just because I don't like him. <laughs> I don't think he can. No, no uh, spinoff for him because oh, that's right. Mess it up. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting because, like in Fiona and Cake, they had that one part in episode four. I think mm-hmm. it was Prismo is showing him trying to get the the lemon camel to drink from a cup of water. Yep. And you could hear it at first, and we talked about this in the the last episode. At first, is like that's not Justin Roiland, but then I think they did the scream pretty good. Yeah. What do you guys think? Nah, it was it no. was fine. It yeah. was a lot like with Prismo's voices. I could tell it's different, and ultimately, mm-hmm. yes. I don't I don't care that much. Like I'm not such a perfectionist that it needs to be the exact voice because people's voices change. Look at look at Jeremy Shada sure. from episode yeah. one to now, like people don't sound the same. And if you got to get somebody else because of whatever the situation is. I'm fine. Yeah. MPH's voice isn't yeah. in this one, and I love Andrew Reynolds. He's fantastic. As, yeah, he does a great job. As, yeah. He he made it his own, too. Like He's not doing like an impression of NPH's voice. It doesn't sound yeah. like it to me. No. Yep. Do you guys watch um, Big Mouth? Oh, no, yeah. I haven't seen it. He He's a main character in some of the later seasons of Big Mouth, and it's just that exact voice. It's just Andrew Reynolds' voice. I don't yeah. I don't know if he's he's very close to MPH because he's a stage and screen kind of guy. Like he does a lot mm. of plays and stuff. So I feel like he's right in the vein of what MPH is as an actor. Yeah. So yeah. it's the perfect awesome. casting. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's got cool. a, an, an, uh, a cadence, like a there's like a, an energy to his voice, like NPH. Yeah. Yep. You'll get you'll get like I like I was talking about before. I've I've seen the next two episodes. You'll get a little more of some of the characters we've already mentioned. So awesome. a little more yeah. voices. Awesome. Excited. Oh, how, how have we not mentioned this? It's the episode 100 spectacular. Hey. That's right. 100. That's right. It's also episode 100. That's right. My bad. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> should, you should do like a do 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 sound on it or something. This episode, we're going to start with our ranking. Favorite feminisms, favorite like one-off character, and then favorite song of the episode or of the of the season. I'm adding so another we category to too. We're gonna we have what? to do we have to do an impression to somebody. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're Not killing me, think. Smalls. That's right, Hunter. You're gonna do an impression. <laughs> okay. So should we get to it? Let's do it. All yes. right. So let's, let's the ranking season. Episode 100, Season 5 Rankings. Oh, yeah. So how we're going to do this, how it's going to go down, is we're going to share each of our rankings, but we're going to go one by one, share a little bit what we thought, um, and then Hunter's going to share his, so you guys see the different flavors. And I think one thing that was really interesting as Matt and I were doing this, we're just talking about how it's interesting how it hits, hits us differently, like different episodes in this in this season and I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts but in this season we have like a good blend of like story driven stuff and like fun one-off episodes so it's just really interesting making a cohesive list that represents both mm-hmm. what do you guys think 
the show itself changed, I feel like, from the beginning of season five to the end of season five. Um, I, yeah, I think this one, this sure. season is like a perfect blend of the old and the later stuff in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really seems like you are seeing parts of the first half of the show and then mm-hmm. parts of mm-hmm. what the show will become in the second half throughout the season. And it kind of jumps back and forth. It's not like there's like a clear, clear switch right in the middle. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, in the beginning, mm-hmm. we have some very serialized stuff. And then it gets goofy mm-hmm. again, and then you get serialized, and then goofy, and it kind of jumps around, really. But yeah, by the end, it gets uh, probably to the last few episodes. There's some of the more serialized one of the whole show. Absolutely. All right, well, let's do it then. Let's so do this. Number fifty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you need to like calm it down. I'm all jacked up on my Duncan's ice yeah. time. Is it raining outside? Oh yeah. Also, it is, and we're gonna have a storm. Hunter, you're on the East Coast, right? Are you? Are mm-hmm. you? Yeah, sort okay. of. I mean, I'm close. I'm Louisville, where do you live? So it's, you know, Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, you're. In so it's like it is. Okay, okay. I'm Eastern. I'm East Coast, but I'm I'm kind of far from any coast. I'm. I'm you're I'm in the middle. south. You're you're under the Mason Dixon line. Is cool. is Kentucky like really the south? When I'm I am literally 20 minutes from Indiana. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Which is considered that's, north, and like. That's what I. I don't that's know. how I felt when I lived in North Carolina. Like it was. Um, it was like, are we the South? Question mark. But yeah. you could anyway. <laughs> we have no identity. All right. Yeah, we're we're the middle <laughs> anyway, land. The reason I asked is because we had we had Dunkin' Donuts. I didn't know if you were like in that realm, but no, you're not. We have. What's Duncan. the coffee shop? Do you have Dunkin'? Do you like it? Yeah. Do you drink it? Nah, not. Yeah. What do you like to drink? Do you have Honey Brothers? I don't think I've no, even, even heard of that? it. Honey Brothers is fantastic. It's. I mean, it's it just everything. I, the, another thing I love about them, they're very for lack of a better term, liberal. So like they have gay pride flags, they have black lives matter. They have, they're very like a lot of what they, they support causes. It's still a business. I understand at the end of the day, it's not going to be perfect, but like, I really enjoy that aspect of it where it's like, they let their people like wear whatever shirts and express themselves in whatever way, as long as it isn't derogatory. So Mm -hmm. I really like supporting them. The drinks are a little too expensive, but they're so good. They're mm-hmm. like really coffee flavored, which is what I want. Not as much of the yeah. sweet stuff. The sweet stuff's oh. good, but I'm going coffee all day. Oh man, this I is so it. sweet. It's it. practically diabetes in a cup. Did you get the pumpkin one? <laughs> no, uh, this no. is a. Uh, what is this that we get? Caramel we get it every craze. time. Signature ice latte, caramel craze is our favorite. You right mentioned now. that on the last one, didn't you? I think mm-hmm. on the last yes, podcast you said it at the end. Yeah, I just yep. saw a TikTok that some guy was at Duncan and he had like whatever their new pumpkin frappuccino, uh-huh. whatever it's called there. And it was like 970 calories and had like Ooh. maybe a third of the cup was sugar, like all just different That's artificial crazy. sugars. And he's like, yeah, you shouldn't yeah. be, this is not something like, he was like, if America runs on Dunkin', Duncan, we're <laughs> bleeped. <laughs> that track. Yeah. Uh- why you gotta why you gotta call out the health factor? You you're like stealing our sunshine right now, Hunter. You're stealing except, our sunshine. Except I always know that I'm gonna feel like garbage an hour after drinking one of these. So I learned recently that I have a bit of lactose intolerance, which is pretty normal yeah. as you get older. But yeah. for me, you can't stop eating cheese, you can't stop having ice cream. But there's a place that opened up here within the last year or two called Scooters. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. So they're like, they're like, yeah. a, I've heard that name. They're just a drive through yeah. and they have, they That's have, fun. you know, those fun catchphrases. So when you order, they say, all right, scoot around. 
Not oh, nice. But they're they're like cute. they're um frozen drinks are like candy. They're so good. And I looked it up and I figured That's out cool. that it's coffee and ice cream. Ooh. It's just an ah. ice cream base. So yeah, you're paying six fifty or whatever for this large like mocha frappuccino thing, but it tastes amazing. So it's like That's anytime cool. I'm I'm over there, I'm like, well, I guess I, I deserve this treat today. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I earned this. <laughs> I did I deserve this. Everybody needs a snack. All right. <laughs> so let's get to the ranking. Uh, our listeners are like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, if you want, you can send in what your favorite coffee or ice cream place is. And yes. Anyway, the rankings. So number 52, Matt, you want to read that one for us? Sure. Uh, which is Every episode... other one you got, you go first. Sure. Uh, episode three, five more short Grables. To sum it up, it's a Grable episode. Generally not our favorites. And there's another Grables episode this season that we put a little higher. I like that because for my 52, it is different, but it's a very similar concept. I got Love Games, episode 35 <laughs> of the season, and I literally wrote, I have nothing good to say about this one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what about Blargatha? <laughs> I just, I do not like Slime Princess. I don't like Blargatha. There's funny stuff in it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Finn song in it is fantastic, actually. Like, yeah. Yes. That's our favorite. That is, that's the one to me thing that keeps me like, okay, I could watch that again just to hear that song. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I just, I'm not going to go back and watch that unless really I'll just, I can look that song up and I don't have to watch the whole episode. I don't like Slime Princess. I mean, it's the only, it's the only negative episode on my list. Cause again, with my rankings, it's an unacceptable for me. I don't consider them to be. Yep, that's an unacceptable episode. I just don't love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, All right, right, totally understandable. 51. <laughs> number 51, we have episode 15, A Glitch is a Glitch. This was one that uh, where uh, Ice King's computer gives the virus and they do it in this different size. We thought it was cool seeing the show and done in another style of animation, but really the character dialogue was stilted and it's not very engaging. That's pretty much how I felt about it, too. All right. So now the unacceptable is done. We're in the check, please category. <laughs> check, please. <Love> it. <laughs> but for me, these are average for the show. They're not bad, not great either. They're just kind of, I like these episodes for what they are. And for me, 51, episode 10, Little Dude. Okay. It's not. Totally. It, it barely escapes the designation of acceptable. Like, yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that the sausage flare is so funny. Sausages. I love Dana Snyder. Like I'm a big Dana Snyder fan as the ancient sleeping magi of life giving. That character's yeah. awful, but he's so funny. If, you know, if if you like animation, he is in so many other shows. His voice is very iconic. So I love him. It's just that episode overall, I'm like, no, not for me. Yeah. Not, not, again, yeah. not one of my favorites. Is he the voice of uh, Master Shake and Aqua Teen yeah, Hunger Force? Shake, okay, I yeah. thought so, yeah. That's yeah, that was the first all time right. I'd ever really heard him. So very cool. All right, number fifty. We put all the little people episode five. I totally this is one you're supposed to share. Sorry, my bad. Oh, it's okay. Stealing my thunder. Yep. <laughs> uh, all the little people, yeah, it's the one where Finn has the bag full of miniature, miniature versions of his friends. I don't really have anything too negative to say about it. I just don't really enjoy watching that episode. 
Yeah, I think it's a little weird, creepy almost. And it just, you know, I know that we see like in, later in the season, some of the things play out, how he was like mimicking, but it's just kind of, it just was a little disturbing. Not going to lie. Yeah. By the way, this section of our ranking is called meh. Uh, there's a lower, yeah. there's a lower one too that luckily no episodes made it to, it was just poopy. <laughs> yeah. Poopy. <laughs> Written in brown. Poopy. As many Ted Lasso references as we can get in here. Absolutely. That's right. I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> uh, What's your for me? Oh, sorry, 50. 50. My so. bad. That's <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I got episode 27, Jake Suit. Um, oh, interesting. Just, again, we're Tell getting more. just for me, it's like it's a true middle of the season filler episode. What's interesting is there is. I'm trying to think. There's a callback in the in Fiona and Cake there at is. some point. Yeah. Okay. There so we've is. seen that. Yeah. I didn't want to yeah. spoil yeah. too much, but like no, no, it's episode three. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I like the idea, but it's when it's then inverse, and it's like Jake can take the hits, and then for Finn, it's just like a lot of let's see how much abuse he can handle, and it's it just kind of it, it makes me sad sometimes that like Finn is so macho and can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love Finn later in the show, like when he is throughout the season, his whole flame princess arc of like he's growing. But that's yeah. early enough where he's still like in a weird spot with it. Yeah, I don't think at that yeah. point, uh, I think they're still together at that point mm-hmm. in the show. Yeah. yeah, it's getting close to the, the end of their arc. But yeah, it's again, not a bad episode. Just kind of meh. It'd be yeah. in my meh category. <laughs> uh, Finn is kind of so, a dick in that episode. Yeah, yeah, I, and, and I mean Jake doesn't sure help. The, Go ahead. I was gonna say Jake doesn't help. Like in that one, with he should know better that the human body can't handle half the things he's putting him through. Yeah, there's no like yeah. doctors or anything. Like, and it's a TV show. It's a cartoon for kids, and I'm, realism should be somewhat out the door. But I'm watching it thinking like Jake is a shape shifting dog that can take these crazy hits. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. And Finn should know mm-hmm. better than to run his brother into the ground. But at the same time, like mm-hmm. he can at least take it whereas Finn can't. So, yeah. and then all the flame princess yeah. stuff's kind of a little cringy, but meh episode. I do like it. Yeah. It's interesting. And I'll, and I'll share my thoughts about Jake's suit. Cause we disagreed on Jake's suit and had to make a compromise on where to put it on our list. Mm-hmm. So really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Uh, number, right. 49, number 49, which is episode 31 too old. Uh, this is Lemon Grab. Oh, yeah. So Finn goes to ca- <laughs> Castle Lemon Grab with Bubblegum after so many episodes. So this one was meh. It's a good story, but too too much concentrated Lemon Grab can make for hard watch. There's a lot of Lemon Grab in that episode. But I think the ending of this episode makes up for uh, anything we didn't really like in it. Because I think the the sacrifice of Lemon John is really, uh, really moving stuff. If that's yeah. the episode I'm thinking of. Um, it's not the episode then, I'm thinking of, is it? <laughs> it's not. But... No. Um, but oh that's a much uh, different ending (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's way different this is not the this is not the one you're thinking this is not the episode you're thinking of. i'll be editing that Um, no we put that episode higher but what i was gonna say though is uh, in our notes apparently i said i would rather watch two choose goose episodes over this one oh i know which episode (laughs) this is now i remember now yeah Yeah. (laughs) so that that shows how how much I loved this episode. For me, episode, number 49 is episode 15, A Glitch is a Glitch. All right. It's our first, our first. Uh, nice, okay. So we're, we're pretty close on that one. Yeah. For, yeah. Like, when, they, when they do these different animation style episodes, I respect them 
for trying something different. There's so many episodes. Some got to be outside the box. They just mm-hmm. don't yeah. fully. I just don't love them. Yeah. And the fact that a lot of them don't end up being canon either. It's like they handed it off mm-hmm. to someone that was like, hey, here's an episode. Try this. They send it in. They put it out. And it's just like a fan made. It reminds me of bad fan fiction. Yeah, because like even the characters in it feel like they were written for like season one. Like the characters don't feel yes. the same that they do by this point in the show. Yeah, it, it definitely seemed like somebody not in that writer's room made this one. Maybe a spec script, maybe somebody, a fan sent in this idea and they kind of built off of it. I don't, that, again, it could just be the writer's room. I don't have any of that backstory, but it just doesn't feel like a perfect fit. And I, and I think you're also, right. It seems so dated. And it's, I mean, what has it been 10 years now from there? Mm-hmm. It just seems like their technology is different than ours, but yeah. it seems so like, early 2000s afraid of viruses and stuff which i guess yeah. kind of fits with the story so this yep. is written and storyboarded by david o'reilly who isn't who i don't think he's a regular writer on the show he's like a Does glitch artist in that, general yeah so it, it it seems like that, that what you just said totally tracks and you're right it is not considered canon mm-hmm. yeah i i applaud him for trying new things but yeah just kind of isn't as good as the others this season. Yeah, I think we agree. I wasn't sure if we, if our opinion on that was one was unpopular or not, but yeah, it's good to know we're not the only ones who feel that way. Yeah, number forty-eight. We had episode forty-two. James, our next kind of like grouping is middle of the road, and we have a lot of middle of the road ones, mm-hmm. um, and such that we had to make a middle of the road and upper middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, we uh, in this episode, uh, we mentioned that we didn't really enjoy the journey of this episode, uh, but the ending really uh, highlighted some of like PB's morality or ethical questioning, and it really kind of brought up more of like a broader kind of understanding of her decision making and choices. So uh, yeah, that definitely makes up for anything before that point in the episode. Yep, I'll tell you, I I have that one a lot higher. And in yeah. my original rankings, it's fallen since my original rankings. Yeah. But I'll tell yeah. you in the original rankings, I had it at four. Wow. No. Yeah. I really do like wow. that episode. But I just, right before we got on, I just rewatched that one and it fell. Because mm. it didn't hold up as much. But I still like that yeah. one. Yeah. But it will, yeah. I'm not going to spoil where it's at. But. Yeah. like From this point on, I actually, I don't dislike this episode. But yeah, it's just like enjoy, enjoyability factor that came into this one. And it was just like, eh. And like, I think a lot of these middle of the roads could be interchangeable for us too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there's, I, yeah. I feel about equal on a lot of these now. And then they're all stuff that like, totally agree. I wouldn't say no to watch it again. Right. Yeah. I think, right. yeah. From really from here on out, their episodes, I would, I'd put them on. Like, mm-hmm. they're, mm-hmm. we're maybe, yeah. I think after a glitch is a glitch, now it's kind of the ones where I'm like, watch this again. I don't, I don't really dislike sure. this as much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for me, 48, I got number 30, episode number 33, Time Sandwich. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah. I like Breaking Magic Man. Breaking my heart, Man. Hunter. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like Magic Man, but sometimes just a little too much. Now for this one, this is a weird one. Because like overall, again, I don't love the episode. There are really funny things within the episode that I think about as most of Adventure Time is. Mm-hmm. I got we gotta start with that sandwich. That sandwich was awful. 
That was just so <laughs> gross. <laughs> like there was uh, a bird on it. Yep. For, yep. And why why is Magic Man even showing up to get this sandwich? Do they tell us in the plot of like he just I mean he is kind of just a wild card and does whatever, but they don't really say like, oh, he's exactly here because right. he, he just yeah, wants maybe, the sandwich. He maybe he has sandwich. like a, a sense for the perfect sandwich and he's like, oh with a bird on it. I don't know. But um I do like how there's a larger group of characters that they use for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some episodes we get, especially with like a magic man, it seems a little bit more contained. And this one kind of like opened up a bit because they were trying to get inside. So they called everybody to come help. Um, the whole BMO kickflip thing. Like I just love that. Yeah. BMO yeah. want to do some tricks on the skateboard. Like that's just fantastic. But overall, like I got the, some other fun callbacks. Pickles used for the sandwich. If you notice, they were Prismos pickles. Yep. Yeah. So like, Great detail. He's using those. Yeah, I like that. And then Lorraine the chicken is in uh, Princess Bubblegum's phone when she's like scrolling oh, through to call someone. That's funny. You see Lorraine the chicken. I love <laughs> it. Like, okay, that's hilarious. Why are we going to have that weird callback? But yeah, again, it's like a fun one. I do like that it ends with kind of Magic Man getting his comeuppance and Jake getting the perfect sandwich. Yeah, definitely. But, a little, a little, just a little bit lower for me overall. Interesting. All right. All right. Well, we'll have to, yeah, we'll talk more about our feelings. About yeah, it if you hear, you hear, you hear hopefully, hopefully you can hear me when I'm, when I'm saying this, saying like, yeah, it's lower, but I still like it. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, hate, yeah absolutely. To a point where from here on out, the next 48, or now we're at 47 left. Like, I love them all. It's mm-hmm. just, absolutely. like you said, you got to rank them. And that's it's this season might have been the toughest. To rank. Yeah. It was really hard. I, I, sure. I agree with you. Absolutely. Uh, 47 is for us. It, well, that is episode 37, which is Box Prince, the cat episode, which, you know, probably fine. It. It's fun. It's cute. I think I rated it as one of my least favorite, but Amy loved it. So kind of like compromised here. Middle of the How road. How do you not like this episode? It's adorable. It's boxes. It's cats. <laughs> Every time our cats sit in a box, I literally want to take a picture of them and like print it and like make it really big and put it up on my wall. It's oh. so cute that cats love boxes. Uh, my my phone is like loaded with cat pictures. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it surprised me that you guys had this one so low being cat people. <laughs> I don't I having know. cats. It's all my fault. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll you know I take what? ownership on this one. <laughs> In a in a in a dual podcast, you have to compromise, and this That's was my true. compromise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's I myself to sleep about it last night, but you know, it's cool. My inner dog person <laughs> came out. <laughs> Put it on every time he's annoying you. Yeah. Like, all right, we're watching right. Box Prince. Today, no. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, so you... for me, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna ask what you got for forty-seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, forty-seven. Uh, number episode 44, Apple Wedding. Oh, okay. And Amy? Why are you going to hate uh, on TT? <laughs> again, I wrote, so I wrote this stuff back in February and I've kind of updated it a little bit, but a lot of what I wrote is still stuff that I wrote months ago. So it is funny that yeah. the first line, and this is kind of why I gave you that look. My first line <laughs> is Tree Trunks has quickly become one of my least favorite characters in all of Adventure Time. Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Bologna factory, Bologna factory. I know. I still, I still really like tree trunks, but for me, it's when she starts getting into this conspiracy theory story. Yeah. 
She is so funny. Polly mm-hmm. Lou Livingston is in the character of Tree Trunks. Her voice is yeah. fantastic. But it, yeah. yeah, it's when it starts getting into this weird stuff, and then we'll see like alien episodes, and there's just some weird stuff with Tree Trunks throughout the rest of the show. It gets pretty We're, wild. Yeah. yeah. It's just. I can't wait. What I like is the early Tree Trunks. Again, first episode ever. I watch Tree Trunks. She explodes. How she comes back, I'm still confused. Then I go back Fort to the first episode. <laughs> well, the, the first episode, when she uh, is running into the slumber party, and he says, yeah. Tree Trunks, get your hot buns in here. <laughs> and then eventually there's uh, some stuff. with. Is that this season with Mr. Pig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Mr. Pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in yep. this one. Oh, I'm actually, I think I'm getting to that somewhat soon. But there's another, there's a callback to that in another episode. I can't remember when of Finn saying that same line and it going a little different. Um, oh. I don't say anything more of that. It's fantastic. But like awesome. just that, the whole tree trunks thing, I, I do love. But as she starts getting to this weirdness, I, I don't love it as much. I do love, as I say, the King of Ooh. Just Andy Daly is so funny. That character mm-hmm. is like the perfect scam artist type. And then Paul Shear yeah. as his sidekick, who I cannot remember his name off the top of my head. I that, didn't realize like, that was Paul Shear. That's awesome. Yeah, his like friend, it's some state name. I can't remember, like Johnny California, something like that. I wish I could remember it. But yeah, that guy, that's Paul Shear. They're just kind of, I mean, they're perfect little like extra people yeah. for the show. I love yeah. them. See some other stuff I I put. The I don't like that he's basically like a cult leader at this point, and they're all kind of falling for it. But yeah, hey, when you got that group of people, I mean, okay, but mm-hmm. Hunter, I'm going to challenge you on that because okay, okay. I don't know. I mean, PB is not a perfect leader. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and so when I don't know that he's a cult leader, but maybe they just prefer his like. Yes, is he is he maybe not the most ethical? And neither is PB. So yeah. it's kind of like, I don't know which one is worse, question mark. So yeah. that is, that's my question with that. Colt might be a strong word. Yeah, I think he so. He definitely, he is grifting them. That's that's yeah, a very totally. easy one. Do you guys ever watch Community? Yeah. And they made that really clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever watch the show Community? Mm-hmm. Do you remember Matt yeah. Barry on there? Grifting? Yes. Yes. I don't. Oh, I've only seen a handful of episodes of that show. Oh, I didn't really see it was it's in like it. Late in the show, Matthew Barry comes on, and I know you like what we do in the yeah. shadows. The like, yeah, drifting that that Matthew Barry accent. But yeah, he yeah. just the King of Ooh. He is like the perfect person to come in and like PB's so strict and so like as the show goes on, she seems less caring for her people as she did in season one, and more of yes. like a, a dictator in a way. Yeah, he comes in and yeah. he's like for the people and gives them what they want and tells them what they want to hear. And so it's like, it makes sense that they go that way. They are a very mm-hmm. malleable group, a susceptible group to that. They really are. They so really I are. don't yeah. hate it, but it does, it, it makes sense. It's just not my favorite storyline, but I got to give one quick shout out in that episode. Okay. One of my favorite characters from the entire show, Wyatt. Oh yeah. yeah! He, is, <laughs> he is the King sad sack. Like Poor everything he does, <laughs> it's so sad, and it's so funny. It makes you feel so bad for Bimo for being stuck with him. And, yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say that. Poor Bimo. Yep. <laughs> All right. Quiet. So number forty-six, we put episode fifty, Lemon Hope One, and this is because we felt like it was a little middle of the road. We didn't like 
the way PD was managing Lemon Hope. <laughs> that likened it to the Deathly Hallows, Hallows part, part one, one the ne- never ending camping trip. Oh. Um, but I, I think like this is what Adventure Time does. They have, if they're going to do a part, multiple parts, they do a really good job of setting up how miserable something is going to be. So then the next episode shines brighter. And I think this is, this was that. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think this one has a kind of a slower, somber pace to it. On um, the second one, I think just introduces a, a really great new character and we'll get to that when we get to it. But yeah, that's just pretty much yeah. how I feel about Lemon Hope part one. Just didn't quite enjoy it that yeah. much. I'd liken it. I'd liken it to Holly Jolly Secrets part one. Yeah, Thank absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. very much totally. how they do it. Yep. All right. What you got? Me, episode or yeah, episode twenty five. So number forty six is episode twenty five Candy Streets. Candy Streets. LSP I can see that. Is a is a is a true menace throughout this entire episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's ruining she weddings. Is. She's assaulting pizza guys. Just the way she acts. And I I'm here for some crazy LSP. It makes for really fun episodes. But man, this yeah. one is like it's one of the harder ones for me to watch with her. Again, I mm-hmm. like it. It's just she's a little frustrating. And then on top of that, yes. Jake's really weird in this episode. And I can't he remember does, Jake's role in this one. It's like they're detectives and they're trying to like, right. like, cause she's like, doesn't remember exactly what happens and they're trying to help her retrace the steps. So throughout the whole episode, he's like bad cop. He's like faking the cop accent being like, we have to go do this case or like whatever thing. And at one point, all right, he gets bigger than Finn and then with his butt sits on Finn and then turns into a cop car with Finn yes. inside him. In the look yep. on yeah, face, he was so, so traumatized. Yeah, I'm like, dude, why? <laughs> I couldn't even imagine that. It's like you're my brother. <laughs> you're also a dog. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> I wonder if Finn smells like butt after that point. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess he could just move his butt and it's his like side or something. You know? It doesn't have yeah, to be yeah. Too weird, but man, it's that was a weird scene. Yeah, I totally understand why you put that at this point in the list. Uh, 45 for us, honey. It's episode 22. Party's over. I didn't write the second half of that because I was mispronounced. Isla de Senorita. That's the one. <laughs> uh, middle of the road. I have a lot of nostalgia for this one because it's one of those ones, again, that I watched on uh, on demand a lot. You know, it's a pretty good Ice King episode. It's cool seeing a different side of him. Like, he's actually being, like, a supportive friend with a female character instead of being all crazy about her. So that's cool. But overall, you know, pretty enjoyable. But That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah, That's what he thought of that one. All right. <laughs> that's it. Yep. This is not All right. one of my favorites. Well, we'll get to that one soon for me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So the next one uh, for me, 45, is episode 24, Another Five Short Grables. All right. Um, you know, overall, the Grables episodes, kind of like you said, take them or leave them. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, again, I applaud them for what they're trying when you're doing so many episodes to have these, like, kind of little side story episodes and it's peeks into the world. Overall, like, I, I appreciate the effort. But especially with this one, it seems like 11 minutes isn't enough. Like you're trying to fit mm. really four to five storylines in. Plus, by this point, Kubert's starting to get more story to him. He's not just some guy that's pushing you along. Like he's actually doing stuff and you're paying yeah. attention to the world around him. So it's just too much for... And when I even want to say 11 minutes, it's like 9.58 because they got to do credits and everything and all. Yeah, so it's not enough time ultimately, but that lemon grab ending where he just straight up 
starts eating the other lemon grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think about that all the time. Like that it's moment. So disturbing. Him, it is. It's so disturbing. It's also like peak Justin Roiland scandal noted. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just peak. Like he is that he, when he plays that unhinged character, it's really funny. And so yeah. for him, you yeah. had to go from zero to a hundred over something as dumb as knocking the little doll off and just biting his head. That kind of threw me. I remember watching it and just being like, what, what am I watching? Like, what is this? I forgot that, that, that this was the episode that happened in. Yeah. That's wild. Well, so it sort of happens twice. This is the one where he like starts to do it, but then we see him again in a couple episodes and he has the piece missing yeah, like, from his head yep. and like a leg missing. So like, it does sort of come back later in this same season. I believe yeah. it's in too old is when it comes yep. back. You're absolutely so, right. Yeah. So this is, and this is what, seven episodes before that. Yeah. Seven episodes total before that. So like it's, a, it's, you can see some progression there by the time we go back to too old, but it's mm-hmm. wild because I don't know how much actual time has passed in like their world. Is it days? Is it months? Like, has this been going on for yeah. a while? But yeah. yeah. Oh, my last thing I got to say, Mr. Fox, absolutely fantastic. Oh, absolutely. I wish yep. we had multiple Mr. Fox episodes. And he is the yes. reason that this one isn't further down the list. He, he keeps this one from being, I mean, again, it's 45 out of 52. So it's not like it's that high, but yeah, yeah he just, Mr. Fox. Yeah. Uh, I think so, he yeah. is the reason we put it yeah. higher up than we would normally put mm-hmm. a, a great episode. Yeah. All right, so number 44, we had episode 10, Little Dude. Again, uh, and we've already talked about this a little bit, so, um, but it wasn't bad, but it's a pretty forgettable episode for us. Yeah, well, our, our feelings on this one pretty much echo yours. Yeah, it's uh, got like two jokes, and then after that, just kind of loses me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, what about for you, me, uh, number 44 is episode 50, Lemon Hope Part 1. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, not too far off from our you know, yeah. I like the character of Lemon Hope. It it just is a pure setup episode. Like there are yeah. little things here and there throughout it, but overall it's just kind of boring for the most part. I wish I could have went yeah. back and saw where I put Holly Jolly Secrets part one on my last ranking, but like I'd say it's pretty similar of it's just it's fine. Like I do like that he's he's just kind of wants to be free and a kid and do his own thing and Yep. They're like, yep. no, you have to come and do this. Like, you have to save us. And he's like, why? Like, it's like, why is this a job that falls on me? When yep. really, exactly, PB could step up and do it if she really wanted. But mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. She's like trying to shape this kid in her image or something. Yeah. yeah. But overall, like, like pure, pure setup episode. Absolutely. Just, yeah. Unlike, unlike the beauty that is Harry Potter and Deadly Hollows part one, we didn't get a tent dance. That's right. Set to Nick Cave in the bad seeds. That's right. That's right. (laughs) One of the worst seeds of the show, but or movies, but Uh. okay. (laughs) Oh, that movie! It's I saw it's playing at Alamo Draft House. I was like, (laughs) I I I like it for what it is, but yeah, you have to then watch the second one. What really stinks is going to having gone seen them and then having to wait that six or seven months or whatever they put in between them. I remember being so pissed. (laughs) Because at the time, you know, I read the book. Why now, like, just put it out in, like, I don't know, three months, maybe? Like, yeah. I don't know, get it to me quicker. I understand why you split into two, but also you put 
pretty much all the boring stuff in the first one, other than the bank sequence. Yep. And then I, all the cool stuff in the second one. I have like zero patience for setup episodes and movies because it's like, yeah. okay, I get that you're setting up to the bigger thing, but you still need to be your own contained, enjoyable story yes. at the same time. And that, that is the problem I have with some of the setup episodes in Adventure Time, like uh, Holly Jolly Secrets Part One and Lemon Hope Part One. Yeah, it's that's like, very. Don't ahead. save all the fun stuff for the second one. Throw give it no. give us a little bit here. I I could rant all day about yeah. the Marvel movies recently, but I feel oh, like yeah. most of them, and I love Marvel. I go see all of them opening night Thursday night. I've only not seen one of the entire Marvel series the movies opening night, just because my daughter was born and she was a preemie. So it was like, eh, I'm gonna stay here. And <laughs> Probably you know I, I, don't, going to I, see. I don't understand why you have to take that as a priority, but whatever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Two pounds ten ounces Baby when she was born. Whatever. It was little. Um, and it was Ant Man and the Wasp, but that's also it wasn't as you know. Yeah. diet for me to go see it yeah. but yeah the, a lot of them have become very similar to that where it's like okay we got this big yeah. bad let's set up and get to that but no mm-hmm. we just want this movie to be good it can connect but just make this good and that's yeah these episodes fall into that as well absolutely yeah yeah oh oh is it my turn 43 43 is episode Here, this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna color code the ones that are yours and instead of the ones <laughs> that are mine so then you you don't you're yeah I'm you forgetful. Know which ones. Uh, bad timing. It's going to be bold. It's the Lumpy Space Breaks this episode towards the end of the season. It's great seeing her again. This episode's a total bummer. You know, she meets this guy, yeah. ends up being really nice, and he is pretty much like stuck in limbo forever at the end. It's it's really sad. She screws him over. Yep. Yeah. It, it's hard seeing Lumpy Space Princess in such a rough shape. Uh, and she's yes. in rough shape. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's a real bummer. Good episode, I think, but it, it's sad. It, like, it, it makes it hard to watch a second time. Yeah. I'll have plenty to say on that one later. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. All right. Number 43 for me is episode 13, The Great Birdman. Like, (laughs) interesting. It it was quite shocking to see Zergiok come back Mm -hmm. at this point. And I really like the character. And I like that he just so, as soon as he gets his eyes back, he just so quickly becomes the bad guy again and Mm -hmm. wants to smack hams. It is a weird storyline and i do love it but overall the episode and i feel bad for putting it this low but it does remind me of episode or season one it reminds me of just some random Mm -hmm. thing that has really nothing to do with anything Mm -hmm. but yeah that song i don't know where you guys how much you like it i kind of hate that song (laughs) oh the (laughs) real power yeah it's not (laughs) until he starts screaming at the end that i i kind of like that part but the whole thing leading up to it i'm like yeah, it, not for me. It has a disturbing tone to it. I, I love the weirdness in this episode, but I, I could totally see anybody putting this like lower tier or bottom of the list. Yeah, we struggled with this one. We ranked it higher, mm-hmm. but it's still like middle of the road. So it's it's like mm-hmm. higher middle of the road for us. Yep. All right, number 42, season 17, Boom Lost. Episode 17? Um, episode 17. We felt like this middle of the road. There is um, like we had a lot to talk about with this one. I liked it. Matt really hated the baby. It wasn't his for him. So. I really did. Uh, yeah. So Ricky, Ricky Sparkle is terrifying looking. <laughs> yes, he was. Goodness. <laughs> All those like weird handed people that show up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's stuff to enjoy in this one. There's just some things about it that made me cringe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For you, Hunter, what's number 42? Okay. 42 is episode 22, The Party's Over, Isla de Senorita. Yeah. Nice. 
so very similar to what you said, Matt. Ice King is uh, pretty refreshing in this episode overall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. like he's still the goofball that he is, but it is really nice to see him being a healthy relationship with a woman and not yeah. trying to like hit hit on her and like date her or whatever he's always trying to do. So like that part I do like, but overall, I mean, it's fine. Middle of the road. I, I do. It's ranked here because I like Healthy Ice King as a juxtaposition mm-hmm. to some of the insane Ice King we see throughout even this season. Yeah. Yeah, it was a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. I do not like uh, Party God. No. Yeah, I know Amy doesn't like fish. him either. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. Yeah. yeah. 41? 41. Is episode 38, Red Starved. Uh, this is the one with uh, Finn, Jake, and uh, Marceline trapped underground. I think MPB. this one's got some good laughs in it. Mm-hmm. But um, like Finn being it, colorblind. Finn being colorblind it was a great reveal, <laughs> but uh, it got a little repetitive with all the stuff with Jake and Marceline. We thought uh, it just like kept going back and forth, back and forth, and ultimately, I think we enjoyed watching it, but it's not one that we're in a rush to get back to. All right, number forty-one for me is episode five, "All the Little People." Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. much higher Finn, for you. Like him being super creepy um, mm-hmm. uh-huh. is really weird. But I do like to see I'm, – I'm somewhat fascinated with his fascination with what-ifs. And this is yeah. a, this is before we started getting into – like I feel like now we're in a time of multiverses and like these – if this was different, how does this change? So I like that he's kind of playing with this idea of like it reminded me – it's like the ooh version of Sims. It's like yes. he is mm-hmm. controlling these mm-hmm. people and putting mm-hmm. them in weird situations. But the problem is they're actually like sentient sentient creatures or whatever they are being Mm -hmm. alive compared to, you know, you in a video game, putting someone in a frit or a a pool and then taking away the stairs to get out. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like they actually, there's actual things that mattered to them. I wrote that we should probably question watching turtle princess, Spank Sergioc. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We are. There's a lot on my list of like, you know, this is still a kid's show. And at times I'm like, man, they are really racy with some of this oh, yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's shocking sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, at least when Zergiak has shown up, his is a form of, like, corporal punishment in a way. Like, he's spanking them for being bad. Mm-hmm. But this is yeah. the first time where I'm like, I don't think that's why <laughs> this is yeah. happening. Yep. I question that. Agreed. Um, yeah. And then also there's the four-month time jump. Where not only does Finn not change his clothes or feed himself, but also Jake just left and didn't check on him for four months. Yeah, that's the like, thing that happens like a happen. few times in the show where one of them just disappears for an indeterminate yeah. amount of time. And I know Dungeon Train has a similar thing. And it's just, it's kind of wild. It's like, man, like you should probably check up on your brother at some point within the four month stretch. Mm-hmm. But, yep. but yeah, that's all I got on that Interesting. One. All right. So number 40. We put episode 43, Root Beer Guy. So this was just a kind of like a whodunit kind of thing. Uh, we said upper middle of the road. Matt loved it. I was kind of met on it. I do like the character of Root Beer Guy. I think he's fun. I love that in the end, he becomes the chief or whatever. Of the, Captain of the I, I think, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that's awesome. But yeah, it, it was okay for me. Yeah, um, I think my favorite part of this episode was the shop owner that's yeah. giving away, like, the way he's talking about this, like, oh, it's a perfect place to hide a body. Oh, I got to put that on that's a right. list. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. That was good. That was like the harbinger of doom almost. Kind of thing. Yep. Right, what was number 40 for you, Hunter? Uh, number 40 is episode three, five short grables, five more short grables. Cause mm. it's the second one, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one that's all about the different fingers. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Being the second one too. Like I, I like the idea of him, like to most likely children watching it and not me as like a 20 something year old. He was trying to get yeah. them to like, Hey, here's a game. Let's play it. And then obviously you're like, yeah. Oh, it's the, I think it was maybe the five senses is what it was thought to be. Yeah. One of them was like that. This it's, one's all about the fingers. Yep. It's yeah. The different fingers. But for me, like yeah. there's just a couple highlights. I did like Shelby being the middle finger on top of the statue and tree trunks, like freaking out about it. That was, that was really hilarious. Cool. Yeah. That and it would, hilarious. that's something that would go over kids' heads, but be like goofy. But honestly, the Ice King part, like just him marrying his foot and then he falls in love with his other foot. That's it's so super weird. sad, but it's so funny because it's mm-hmm. like, it's just so out there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. But those are the two that stood out to me. These little peeks into Ice King when he's alone is just like, <laughs> it's I think so that's also the one. Funny and disturbing. Is that, is that also the thumb one? Finn and Jake are putting their thumbs in everybody's pie. Oh, what a good boy am I? Yes. Yeah, I, I I get the reference and everything, but it's just like, what a weird thing to do. Like you're just running around putting yeah. your thumb in people's pies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're so all over the place. So our next one is number 39, which is another five more short grables. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. Um, so we feel exactly the same way about that one. I'm pretty much echoing everything that you just said on this one. Uh, uh, Cinnamon Bun's Fear of the Dark is funny. But yeah, overall, as far as Grable's episodes go, I think it's pretty enjoyable. And like, I'm not, I don't love the Grable's episodes in general. So yeah, that's saying something. All right. 39 for me. This is the last one in the check, please category. Check, please. Uh, Is episode seven, Davey. Davey's just, I mean, you know, we talked about this a little before we started recording, but it just is one of those ones where you watch it and you're like, I liked it, but then you kind Mm -hmm. of forget about it afterwards. And it just... It doesn't yep. stick with you as much. It's a, it's a fine yep. episode. I have really nothing bad to say about it, but I also uh-huh. really don't have anything great to say about it. Like, it's just, it's, it was good. I, I like yeah. it. Cool. Yeah. It rem- it, yeah. It reminded Davey me a lot of- not too far off. It reminds me of like, when you hear the stories of like celebrities going and doing like the cosplay conventions and they dress up and like, they're just trying to like blend in with the crowd. So they're not yeah. being- you know, ask for autographs and stuff. They just want to be regular people. It's the exact mm-hmm. thing of is like he's just too famous for his own good, so he just wants to be regular. And absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think the highlight of this episode yeah. is when he shaves his head and Bemo's crying and is like, "You look like yeah. the devil." <laughs> <laughs> Basically, when Bemo's in an episode, that's the highlight of the episode, right, Amy? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we've really come around on Bemo since episode one. Um, yeah, you, you, you just shut was, your mouth, Hunter. <laughs> I believe that's the reason. I'm going to go look it up later, but I think that might have been the first thing I emailed in about. It was like episode eight yeah. or nine, and I was like, how dare you? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, I People went back. were so mad. I retroactively went back we... and added in an intro to the first couple episodes saying like, hey, just, just so you know, just like so our yeah. opinions on some things have changed. There's a huge drop off between... From like episode two to episode three, mm-hmm. and I think everybody gives up after those first two episodes because of some early opinions that we had. I'm like, I oh, get it, stuck around. Yeah. Our opinions have changed so much since then. Early Bemo also is so different from late Bemo. I also mm-hmm. I going yeah, into this true. had seen everything, and you were fairly new to it. 
So mm-hmm. I can't yeah. I can't get upset. Yeah, and with, I think like look at me over here saying tree trunks as well. Yeah, like like I mean, I think it's unfair that people are like, Oh, I can't believe you and like prejudge. It's like I've never seen this whole show. Like you can't mm-hmm. you can't hold me like to the standard that I like I haven't seen I didn't see Be More at that point. I haven't seen like all these really great episodes that have to do with BMO. Some of them I like, some of them I don't like, but ultimately it's an amazing character. And so people just need to calm down about it already. (laughs) Well, it's also, you know, you go back and watch like the first time we meet Ice King. He's awful. Yeah. But Ice King, as it goes on, is amazing. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. First episodes, like first impressions. Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. I I think even like the first. Yeah, sorry. No, no, you're good. I don't know. We still got a bit to go. All right, number 38, we have episode 40, Playdate. We like this episode. We think that, uh, wait, is this the right one, babe? Keoth comes in at the end of this one. I copied the wrong thing over, I think. Yeah, I did. But but this episode is a good example of how to properly do, like, if we want to say Holly Jolly Secrets part one is eh, Lemon Hope part one. Yeah. This is sort of a two part episode in a way, even though it's not. It totally is. They told their own story leading into the next story. Two totally, completely different episodes. Yeah. 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 It it has its own identity. Yeah. Yep. Even though Ice King and Abercadaniel are are kind of obnoxious, I do love that they match (laughs) in, like, become become friends. I thought that was really great. And then all, like, the plays and stuff like that is hilarious. So, yeah. I like when he's like fighting BMO too, who's trying to get up on stage yeah. and dance with him. He's like, like kicking him away. Him. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Me. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I just watched that one last night to to get like caught back up on that. I um, Daniel's like a, a diva. I love that totally. Daniel. <laughs> love him. Me too. Uh so so now for me, we're entering my Schmauzow uh part. Yeah. So it's good episodes that can be enjoyed for what they are, but still they're in the middle to the bottom half of, of the season. Like this. By the time I get done with this part, we'll be halfway through the list. So kind of perfect. Um, but episode 38 for me is episode one, Finn the Human. Okay. Um, I like this episode. I like that it picks right up where season four left off. There's some interesting, like, otherworldly things introduced. But again, very similar to that Lemon Hope episode. It is mostly set up. Mm-hmm. What I like more than the other one is it's like still a different universe there's still some new stuff to it but overall like it's just it's setting us up for the second one yeah in in true adventure type fashion the second half of a two-parter tends to be yeah more enjoyable i think we end up feeling the same way 37 is episode 26 wizards only fools yeah so we're we're calling it middle of the road middle of the road it is really good world building and it introduces us to pb being against magic uh so that's some really good stuff on this one um Really fun, like fast paced. As far as wizard episodes go, it's just not one of our favorites, I guess. Yeah. Yep. I do find that episode weird that she's so against it, but I just watched a wizard battle recently too. Mm-hmm. And she's part of the wizard battle. Like the, yep. she yeah, has no qualms right? of being. And she, even when Finn, like, you know, cheats to get to the end, she's like, it's like, this is sacred wizard battle. You can't like, you have to be a wizard to be like yeah. she's so like with their rules and everything. Yeah, good point. That's fascinating. She's it's, a, it's a weird like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so for me, uh, number thirty-seven is the finale, episode fifty-two, Billy's bucket list. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I gotta first say 
what a waste of Andy Samberg. Like yeah, as a uh, rap, bear. rap bear. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I agree. In, I agree in, with that. Like the raps aren't that great other than the line with uh whatever. I know, yeah. but like which by the way, by the way, sorry to interrupt you, but Matt has okay. gotten like 14 emails about the definition for the scopadillion. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> is that a real thing? It is. It's a real word. Yes. Remember? <laughs> it is and a again, number. Yeah, Finn, Finn knows it. It's Sepa Septa is ten or seven, I mean. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it's like seven quadillions. <laughs> squip says squip. Yeah. Is. I'm looking it but, up. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah. The the future rat bear stuff I like a lot more. Which actually Andy Sandberg's been in it before. He was in he was party there. Party Pat. Yeah. Yeah, he was party yeah. pat. That's what it was. So he has been in it, but I just felt like this was like we could have got goofy Andy Sandberg rap and we didn't get much of that. But overall like the as same a, way yeah uh but as as finales go i mean it it does a really good job and then on a big cliffhanger it sets up like there's not a big overarching issue for this season but it does uh-huh. set us up yeah. with the storylines going forward and i yep. thought they did a really good job of tying up little loose ends but also giving a fitting ending to billy who yeah. is really mm-hmm. sad that mm-hmm. he's not in the show anymore but we still get yeah, you know, our one last time really seeing him, and then going on from there. And I yeah. believe Canyon was voiced by I think it was Echo Castera. I think you're um, right. It was one of the writers. Oh. Yeah, it was one of the writers that that you guys read her name almost every week. So like, it's kind of cool how this season actually more than any, I feel like they were using their people in their writers' room to do the voices, like root beer guys, Jack Pendarvis, who's a writer as well. So it's like mm-hmm. using all these mm-hmm. different people was like really cool too give us like almost yeah. regular voices but they're fun characters for that uh, one of my yeah. one of the funniest things in adventure time to me is when you have a character who's voiced by somebody who's clearly not a voice actor and you see so get, get kind of this awkward realistic tone to them like the mud scamps yeah. or uh, mr fox yeah oh, so good all right number 36 we had episode 25 candy streets again pretty funny not terribly memorable i think we've talked enough about it you know, yeah. it had some laughs. That's about, thoughts. yeah, we don't, we don't have very strong yeah, feelings it, on this one. Yeah. What about you, Hunter, right. number 36? So for me, 36, we have, sorry, I changed everything around and I just realized I'm just going straight down the That's it. okay. <laughs> it's I all good. Into it. good. So oh, yeah. for me, 36, I have rattle balls. Interesting. This, this is another episode where they just, they love to make PB a true villain. Um, yep. Yeah. They're really leaning into it this season. Yeah. Yeah. This is the season where it's, yeah. It, I feel like as it's gone on, she's gone from being like just affable, not even affable is the right word, but just like a, a good leader in a way, loving, caring for her people to just now she's like kind of a monster at times. But then we see other episodes yeah. where she's not as bad, but this is definitely one of those ones where it's like she becomes so flawed in that mm-hmm. she will never allow anything to deter her from trying to do what's good for her people but then at what cost? Like, yeah. Or good for her. Right. Like, yes, it, yes. Is it always good for her people. No, yeah. probably not, but good for her. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's wild. I do love rain Wilson, rain, the whole fighting montage stuff with Finn is really fun. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like at the end, he basically becomes like ooze version of Batman. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I think that you bring up a good point with like how the show's making it feel about PB at this point, because this is a season that, 
it is showing some of like the less lesser her- heroic qualities of characters like Finn. Like Finn does mm-hmm. a few questionable things throughout the season, yes! and I like that because it, it helps Good him point. become a more rel- well-rounded character. Um, yeah, I think that's just really good writing, and you got hints mm-hmm. of PB being a little questionable in like the first couple of seasons, just like little hints, yeah. like is that a dead body? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, hey, yeah, what yeah. you doing on there? Honestly, the pilot, like she's creating like life essentially, and brings all the zombies back with her potions and stuff. It's like, yeah, maybe the first episode we should have paid more attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, it's <laughs> always weird. been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty-five. Episode 48. Now, this is one that we assume is going to be an unpopular one. Uh, Betty. So the reason is, like, we love the character of Betty. Everything in this episode should work really well. This one, I feel like, usually the show does a good job packing a lot into 11 minutes and making it feel not rushed. I felt felt like this one was too much story for one episode, and it should have been broken up I into agree. two. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because they did that, I think that is why it's so low on the list, because it was too much... It felt disjointed. It felt just, it didn't feel good as a, a viewer. The concepts that are in this episode are great. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, again, they're, they're, that's not what we're contending yeah. as a viewer. Yeah, but, I think they, they ruined it by trying to pack too much in that yeah. 11 minutes. Yeah, if, if they were allowed a little more breathing room, I think this, this could have had more of like an emotional punch. It could have been up there with like Simon and Marcy or something like that. Yep, I agree. I have that one higher on the list, but I do agree with that. It's for me, that's one of those ones where just my love of the Ice King story buoys it a lot higher probably than it should be. Yeah. Um, totally yeah, get that. that that's sense. where my, my human side comes in. And like, I just, I love the Betty storyline. I love where it goes from here. And it's just to me like a good mm-hmm. start. I probably, yeah, my bias is a little higher, but we'll get to that. Cool. So for yeah. me, number 35, number yes. 36. Dungeon Train. Hey. Um, I do like Dungeon Train. It is a really good metaphor for your life after a breakup. Like, mm-hmm. where you're just kind of going mm-hmm. through the motions and you need to be lost in some mundanity to fill whatever has been left, like the gap now in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I do Definitely. like how this is, this is a nice juxtaposition to where in all the little people, Finn's just left for four months, whereas like Jake's with him. He's worried about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wants, he's afraid he won't recover. And he's just like, what can I do to help you? And then really it's just time. And then yeah, after a certain amount of time, he's in a better spot. It's a very simple yep. idea that I think they do really well. And it has funny parts, but overall, like it's one of those episodes that I'm like, you know what? Like you, you came up with a really good idea and place it in this weird world. And it worked. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I see that for sure. All right, number 34, we hit episode 21, The Suitor. The and we felt like this was Suta. Um, This is a good upper middle of the road episode. We liked Peppermint Butler in this. We thought he was pretty funny, you know. And I think like it also speaks to the individuality that um, PB has as well uh, in her life and just thinking about how she's just doing her own thing and that's okay, you know? Yeah. And we know why, but... You know, do feel bad for this dude. (laughs) Gets really jacked up. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but he gets a reward at the end. He does. He does. All right, for me, uh, number thirty-four. This one actually, for my original rankings, fell seven spots. Uh, And Mm. it's similar what you guys said, but it's Red Starved, episode thirty-eight. Okay. Um, Yeah. 
I do like that Jake's fears of vampires have returned. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a fun mm-hmm. little thing that kind of went away from early Marceline episodes to now they're like, oh, well, yeah. he still has those fears, but, like, they really manifest again. Sure. But overall, like, it's a pretty meh episode. It kind of, there's there's fun moments, like you said, with the with Finn being colorblind. I do like that we split between the characters and it allows yeah. like Jake and Marceline who normally have the buffers of the other characters. They never really interact. It's not yeah. one of the better interactions, but it's still, I like that they were showing us more like world building in a way, character building. Probably I more agree than with that. I agree with that. Yep. And this is one before watching the season again, I would have said was probably in my top 10 and watching it this time. I was like, it's okay, but yeah, not as good as I remembered. Like I said, it fell seven spots for me. It was right at the top of the the turn into like my favorites. Like it was yeah. like barely missing it. And now I'm like, well, maybe, maybe it's a little lower than that. So. Yeah. I do. Just... I do like your point. I do like your point about they, they have these buffers of other characters and it forces them to kind of like interact in a way that we don't see a lot of. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was, that's really kind of a, a unique perspective. Totally. Totes. Number 33 is yeah. number, uh, episode 11, Bad Little Boy. And we were surprised to put a, a Fiona and Cake episode this this low. We just we enjoy some other Fiona and Cake episodes much more than this one. Marshall Lee is a great character. He was kind of a dick in this episode. <laughs> but our, our guest yeah. in the episode, Natasha, brought up a good point that this is Marceline's take on a Fiona and Cake story. And she painted the gender yeah. version of herself as the villain a la Early Adventure Time. And that's great. That's a really great detail. But I think just enjoyment factor overall, we just didn't like this as much as uh, previous Fiona and Cake ones. Yeah, yeah. Or a and we are Fiona and Cake one. fans. I love yeah. as much you know. Give me more. You know, it's kind of like how I feel about you know Fiona and Cake. I'm excited that we have this this new series, but yeah, this one just didn't hit hit home for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you went back and watched their first episode recently, but it's it is a lot different from. As as we get more Fiona Cake, obviously the stories change. Like you said, this one's Marceline's story in yeah. that world, so that's yeah. why it changes. But it's like interesting to see that very first one that's like huh. Ice King fan fiction, and then when you go watch uh-huh. this, and it's like, oh, was it Ice? Like, so Ice King has yes! fan fiction about something in his brain. Mm-hmm. Like I was yeah. telling Amy before, I don't know if you were on yet, Matt, but I was saying like it's it was a little hard now looking back at this list. There's so many things, especially yep. in this season that have come back for this new show yeah. and I'm having to like separate them and be like, no, I'm going based off what we get right here mm-hmm. and not what I know mm-hmm. going forward. Exactly. It, it like messes with your brain a little yeah. bit. It does. Cause yeah, yeah. that that's yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, for me uh, <laughs> is episode 23, one last job. So ah. this is a fun one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the more Tiffany, the better. Oh, absolutely. Right. I just, yeah. I love the, just Tiffany's just the best. I love um, Tiffany. Anytime I yeah. pass, like if I'm in a mall and there's a Tiffany's, I just like silently to myself, I'm like, Tiffany, Tiffany, <laughs> the mangy, oh, what is it? The dog chases its mangy yeah. tail, writing all these dramatic lines on his arm so he doesn't forget them. <laughs> I do love, I love Tiffany, but the reason this episode falls for me is because of Rick and Morty. They have oh, yeah. ruined the heist genre for me. Because I don't know if you guys watch it, the heist episode they do. One of my favorites. Son of a bitch. I'm in. 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 (laughs) Like that, 
when I see that or like when I watch this one back, all I think about is Rick and Morty. So it kind of like lessens this one. I think they did a perfect job with that episode. Whereas this one, it's 11 minutes. It's for kids. We're not going to go into all those extra details. They knock it out. It is a, it is a great one for one to a heist. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really funny also to, as you go back and you watch Jake's storyline up to now, he does randomly throw out like, oh yeah, that's like when I was younger uh, and I like stole from grannies or something. He's like, what? I didn't know any better. I didn't know. I didn't know any better. Yeah. And you see here, it finally like, but at the same time, like, why does Jake need this crew to do all this stuff? Like he can change his voice. He can morph his face to look like anything. He could stretch over stuff and break through things. And it's like, I think it's very similar. We aren't to an, there's an episode coming up. uh, I believe it's next season where there, I won't get into what happens, but Jake says, and it could actually be this season. He says something similar, but he's just, he likes the idea of like the hard things, like living through the hard things. Cause if he just does everything easy, I think that mm-hmm. actually line is in this season, but it if is. he just like, does it. I think that's in dungeon train. Is that, is that what it is? I, I, I think I might've yeah. wrote it at some point in here, but he's like, yeah, if you I think just in dungeon train. allow the easy things to happen, or you 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 go past those hard things like what's the point essentially mm-hmm. like you do yeah yeah for a little bit because that's part of life so yes. yeah I, I remember that, loving that one he exactly right. and he has his crew I do like the twist at the end um that oh, of, uh, Jake Jr. Daughter. yeah Jake yeah. Jr. the whole time but o- overall like yeah Rick and Morty kind of knocked that one a couple slots down that's interesting for me, that's oh, yeah. interesting <laughs> as as far as like because high spoofs go that yeah Rick and Morty just owns it. Sorry, honey, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, no, it's good. It, it's just interesting because our 32 is the same one, one last drop. So yep. I think it's like, yeah, again, like we're same thing. Fun high story, more Tiffany, the better. We love it. So we don't need to keep talking about it, but I, we do like that. And, and for all the same reasons. And that says something about the quality of the season. That's at number 32. And we really enjoyed the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Only have good things to say about it. Yep. Yep. Gotta find. Okay, so and that originally was thirty-one for me, so it dropped back two spots. I just jumped, you guys. So uh, this one for number thirty-two is episode six, Jake the Dad. Interesting. Premise is fine. I do, I do like watching. You know, Jake trying to be a dad. It is funny that the kids grow up so quick that he barely even has to really be the dad. Uh Uh, But the reason this one is thirty-two and not further down is Mr. Fox. Like, yep, the whole Ah, storyline throughout this is just. Really funny. They pick up a book and it's like, oh, maybe we should just eat babies. Like, like what? A, yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, uh-huh, this one just gonna fall into our lap like this. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, that part of the episode was really great, but I just wish we got more moments of that. Ultimately, like more of Mr. Fox. Yeah. Mr. Fox. An off show. The pleasant surprises in the show are always these little side characters that you're like, this this character is just so great that it makes this episode engaging. It's. It's the mud scamps. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, yeah, Mr. Fox. I always, I always think of the line. Um, I don't remember if it was this season or not. I can't remember even the episode. It was a Grable's episode, but it's the one where he's like, "Yeah, that's a that's a real good impression or depression right there." No, it's not Grable's. It's where Finn's like the ghost character flying around. I think it might have been last season, mm. but he's like, "That's a really good depression right there." Like <laughs> he's looking at his bed, and every time I like climb in bed and I sink in a little bit, I'm like, "Yeah, that's a good depression right there." <laughs> I, know exactly what you're about. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Oh, number 31 is episode seven. Davy. Uh, Finn is hailed as a hero everywhere he goes. Yep. 
this is the this is the thing about about Davy for me. Have you guys? Okay, so I've, I have four brothers growing up, and all of them at one point has like either cut their hair or done something to be or like grown a mullet or mm-hmm. you know like did something wacky. And I think that's the thing that I like about Davy is like we have a lot of like just him just trying to blend in and him just like doing something silly that works. And I like that about it. Yeah. Growing up, I always had like buzz cuts. My dad would just shave my head and go on. But then when I got to middle school in sixth grade, I had a friend that had longer hair and all the girls Mm -hmm. loved to like run their hands through his hair. And I was like, I'm going to grow my hair out. (laughs) So I ended up from about sixth grade till I think junior year, I had hair to my shoulders. Oh, no way. And I was like, all the girls liked him. So they're going to all like me. And then just randomly, I'm like, this never worked. They never liked it. <laughs> I just shaved it off and went back to basically like a short haircut. So yeah, yeah. I've, I've been there. It's part of the, Oh man. Yeah. I always tried to do long hair when I was younger, but my hair was too curly. So it just turned into a, a perm and I looked like weird Al. <laughs> you're like, look at that cute little girl. And you're like, uh, uh, I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had all the worst funny. haircuts as a kid. I had the perm. I had the rat tail. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! I was watching, His mom showed like... me a picture of him when he was a kid, and he had like the little rat tail on the back, and the like. Oh my god! It was so adorable. That might be uh, some new fan <laughs> art. You know, what I'm saying like. Put That's it, right. Put it That's the... what I'm saying. Oh no! <laughs> for each episode. Oh. Yep. Yep. I was like, yep. I was watching um some clips of uh flap Marvel's the Misadventures of Flapjack. Mm-hmm. And there's one where it's like this clearly like a, a baby, like like toddlers, like talking. And he's like, well, you're just a little kid. And then when it zooms in, he's like, nope, I'm a 42-year-old man. Oh, my God, oh I've seen that clip. I'm going to leave. I've only seen a handful of episodes of the show, but yeah. I loved everything I've seen. Flapjack is unhinged. Funny. Is the most un- one of, it's, it's during that era of Cartoon Network where it's just, they're going to put out the most unhinged com, com- uh, it's just insane. That was my favorite era of Cartoon Network, for sure. Yeah, and I'm, I, I quote that show probably more than I should just because of how weird it is and nobody watched it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, okay. For me, 31 is number 37, Box Prince. Box um, Prince. Kind of like how you guys said, it's it's a, it's a, I like cats. My wife's allergic, so I can't ever have cats again, which mm-hmm. is sad. Aww, but I'm so sorry for you. Ultimately, in the episode, nothing important happens. And that's mm-hmm. kind of right. what's great about this one. It is just yes. another eh, episode, but fun for that reason and enjoyable. It's so simple. Yeah. I just like, it's like cats, man. It's just watching cats be cats. And like, they think there's yes. this whole reason for everything. And it's no, it's just cats being cats. Mm-hmm. And um, in the end, it's like, so the whole episode was for nothing. Oh. <laughs> Guys, in my thing, I said, I love the idea of Jake needing to let small occurrences be problems for himself as a counter to his powers being a series MacGuffin. So it was this episode ah. that I was talking about. Yeah, of this all is episodes. the one where, like, yeah, he, something happens where he, like, gets a thorn or a kernel in his tooth, and instead of growing really big and, like, pulling it out, oh, he's just yeah, that's yes. right. I remember. messing yes, with it the whole yes, time. Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I remember saying yeah. during this one, um... I preferred the stuff going on with Jake and Bemo in this over the stuff with Finn and the cats. Yeah. I mean, I loved all of it overall. It It's a pretty much exactly in the middle, very close to it episode where it's like, yeah, yeah I'd sit down and watch this one right now, but also it's, like, and not one of my favorites and that's fine, but it's just kind of simple. Yeah. Yeah. I love and it. those are some of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
All right. So number 30 for us is episode 13, The Great Birdman. The thing I like about this episode is that we see how someone can adapt and have a awesome you know, life regardless of whether or not they have eyes. You know, I think that's pretty cool. And like how, how much he changed and Zergiog, like, yeah, we get it. He turns evil really fast, but then he's humbled again. And of course I don't like the spanking of goblin hams, but mm-hmm. ultimately I why think not? this, this episode was <laughs> gross. Uh, that's why. Um, yeah. Ultimately I think this was a, this was a clever episode. Yep. I, I, I enjoy this one quite a bit just for the weirdness of it. Uh, I like, mm-hmm. I do enjoy Zergiog's um, finding peace in the end on a yes busty mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, there's so many things I could say right now, but I'm not going to. <laughs> oh. uh, All right. Number 30 for me is episode 21, The Suitor. Um, hey. I love Johnny Pemberton. He's fantastic. Yeah. Brocco mm-hmm. is a really interesting character. Brocco, that's his name. Uh, yes. Brocco, yeah. He, I think PB gets a pass in this one. Like, this isn't a bad yeah. PB episode. She mm-hmm. explicitly yeah. states multiple times she's not interested and she doesn't want to date yeah. people. Like, she's not. Yeah. And yet, Peppermint Butler just keeps pushing it on her. So, yeah. It's he's more like, on him he's like, than anything. He's like an Indian mother who is like, yeah. you need to get married. You need to get married. You need to have somebody. You need to yeah. do it. Lots you know? of setups. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yep. yeah, and Brocco, I mean, Brocco probably would have been a nice fit if she was interested, but maybe he was a little too forward. But, I mean, yeah, he's kind of very similar to when you're talking about uh, in bad timing with Johnny. Yeah. How it's just yeah. like, he's not a bad guy or a bad character. He's right, just right. in a bad situation, and he's the one that gets he's a the crap end of the of stick. Time. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. he's yeah. kind of a tragic yeah. character. Mm-hmm. We get two of those this season. Yeah, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, that that one really like stuck with me after the episode. I was like, wow, me that too, hurts. Man. <laughs> yeah. I got that one up a little bit higher. I just mm. I love I love that storyline and I love Johnny, but we'll get to that. We love yeah, he's too. awesome. Yeah, we'll talk more about it in a minute. <laughs> Number 29, episode 39. We fixed a truck. I I really, really adore this episode. I think it's great. This is one that's like in a lesser season, this would be probably in my top five. Or mm-hmm. at least top 10. But there's just some episodes this season that are just, I couldn't believe how many episodes we love are in this one. And it just blows my mind. Yeah, yeah this, this one's yeah. great. Very quotable. Mm-hmm. I like Weird Al's song in it. Uh, Banana Man's such a great character. And the whole Agreed. crazy lizard ending just like really sent this one over the top to me yeah. uh, for me into, I kind of love this one territory. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think the thing about We Fix a Truck is just like, again, I think. I think from here on out, we have a lot of like episodes that we absolutely loved. And there's so many of them that it was hard to rank them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we fixed it when we, so we're, when we get a new car, we're going to name it Hot Daniel. We're really excited about it. There's <laughs> absolutely. Just so much that's great about, great about this episode. Love it. All right. Number 30, or no, where are we at? 29. 29. On my old rankings, yep. on my old rankings, it was 36. I moved this one up seven. Uh, Frost oh, and Fire, episode 30, Frost and Fire. Interesting. Um, yeah, That's going back and watching this one it. again, this is another one of those episodes where it's like, I really like how they're telling, they're they're using like a kid show to tell a really interesting story about something these kids yeah. will go through. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah. is a little, yeah. it's interesting because they're tackling Ben and his maturation or lack thereof 
and how he is trying to deal with that. Yeah. But I, I will die on the hill. There's two hills I'm going to die on during this episode. We'll get to the other one later. Okay. Ooh. I get really frustrated with the large story of Adventure Time and how Flame Princess is so... She just... She does get some stories that are pro her, but ultimately, like, this is another one where it's all about Finn and, like, at the cost of Flame Princess. I feel yeah. bad for her because mm-hmm. she's such a good character, and I mm-hmm. hate how she I gets agree. treated. There are later episodes where she does get her due, but yep. even then, like, but even when you get to the last season, it's like Flame Princess is still a character I'd like to see a lot more of. Yeah. Um, that's what we talked about this season too, is the fact that like she's a great character. She didn't get enough great episodes focused mm-hmm. on her. Yeah. Yeah, their their relationships really, really pigeonholed. Yeah, she she was really pigeonholed into this part of, you know, the uh, overall adventure time story. And it's like a puzzle piece that didn't quite fit. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. didn't really know where to put her. And so this is what we got. Yep. And it's really hard because she is the She's mainly was written into the show to be relationship. Um, I don't, yeah. Matt, I don't know how much of regular show you watched, how far you got into it, but like there is another storyline later in that show with Mordecai and a girl named CJ, and she's like mm-hmm. a fantastic character for him mm-hmm. to date. But it's a very similar storyline where she's like created just to be there for him. Yeah, and so yeah. when you finally get to see more of her, like it's good, but then ultimately he messes it up and she kind of goes away. Yeah. yeah. She's put there as like an obstacle for the yeah. main character. Yeah. yeah, And it sucks because she's such a good character. I think she, in that show, she's voiced by Linda Cardellini. So it's like, you know, they're getting a bigger name to come in and do it, but it's like, I want more of this character and flame princess is perfectly that like good character. Yeah. I want yeah. more of her and we'll get better episodes going forward, but yeah, I want more. <laughs> Absolutely. I did also write, mm-hmm. I like that. This is the kiddiest way to tell a story about puberty, but to say that it's, yeah, he feels a fire burning below his belt. Yep. yep. How Aww. they phrase it. I'm like, it's such a kiddie way to do it, but I mean, yeah. how else are you going to do it? Yeah. You know what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. So number 28, we had episode 41, the pit. Again, this is uh, upper middle of the road for us. Keoff alone just really makes this an enjoyable watch. We, Keith. I, I just think, <laughs> Yeah, they get Keith. I think they just do such a lovely job of of really making this an Adventure Time character. You know, it's very Adventure Time style and everything. I mean, who thinks of a a villain who does yoga? You know, I think it was it was just awesome. (laughs) Oh, I gotta go stretch this out. You're causing tension in my neck and shoulders. Good. (laughs) Your blood is mine. Your blood is mine, Joshua. Joshua, I do, and that one. I think I had that one. There is a really good part of that one. I'll get to it when I get when I get there. We're only a couple Absolutely. away from that. Okay. One for me. Yeah. If, okay. If, if, okay. With some of these, like if we know you haven't done it yet, I'm saying a little less yeah, so yeah, that yeah. we can talk about it more when you get there. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was my biggest drop of the rewatch. This is the one that okay. fell 17 spots. Ooh. I originally had it, I believe, at number 11. Yeah, it was oh, originally wow. number 11, barely missed out on my top spots. But after a rewatch, episode 20 fell, oh, yeah. fell hard for me. Interesting. Again, yeah. I like, it's a very simple premise. There's fun stuff in it. I kind of, on a rewatch, do not get the Bikini Babes storyline. 
Like I just, yeah. Are so they're not humans. They're they're their own race of creatures. I get or of humanoid creatures that <laughs> wear bikinis. Mm-hmm. And it's it yeah. reminded me at times of like 1960s Scooby Doo, where they I would totally like randomly like dance in it, or they would like it was just those weird like cuts to that where it's like they're fighting Finn and uh, Finn and Jake, and then all of a sudden they're over here doing their little dances. Yeah, and I don't know. Hilarious. Overall, I still like the episode. It's a fun one, but I was like, man, I think there's too much weird in it for me to have it as high as some of these other ones that I've rewatched more recently and i was like yeah yeah middle of the road i'll leave it there yeah i, I right. i've never had terribly strong feelings about that about that episode i think th- this time through i was pleasantly surprised how much i ended up enjoying it compared to times mm-hmm. i've seen it before which is i think yeah. one of the reasons it went up a little higher on ours this time yeah I, re- I mean when i watched these all over the last as we've been doing them i had it higher and then mm-hmm. I, I don't know why i just rewatched it again i was like oh i don't know what i saw last time because even in my stuff i wrote it wasn't much more than what i just said yeah so maybe it's just i watched these other ones and i like them a little bit more i don't know Mm -hmm. but not a bad one and sometimes it can really just depend on the viewing too like there's a few in here that i'm like way lower than i than i'd had it uh Um, previous years and i'm like huh interesting i don't know this uh, one anymore (laughs) have you ever heard of um, yeah have you ever heard of with gorley and rust Oh, I, yeah, I listen yeah, to that episode it. regularly. Okay, yeah. yeah, they on one of those newer ones, they were talking about good day, good movie, bad day, bad movie. Like, mm-hmm. it depends on the day you're having. Interesting. And when you yeah. watch something, like if you have a great day and then you lay down at night and watch a great movie or TV show, you're going to probably like it more. Uh-huh. Then if you had a horrible day mm-hmm. and then you sit down and watch something new. Now, if it's like a comfort thing, that's different. But if you watch something newer or they haven't seen in a while, you might have different feelings on it. And mm-hmm. they were talking about like Roger Ebert and Roper, like they would have to review all these movies. And there were times where they'd come back years later and be like, I messed up. I didn't watch it on a good day. I had, yeah. you know, yeah. a surgery coming up and this going on. And and then, so it's, huh. I'm, I'm kind of like trying to look at these through newer eyes of like, maybe that day I was having a really good day when I watched it. And yesterday was yeah. a good day too, but I watched like 15 episodes yesterday. And so it's like, well, yeah, it's huh. probably my least favorite of the 15. I don't know. That's just mm-hmm. my thoughts. Yeah, totally. That's it really makes total sense. It does. It does. For sure. Uh, number 27 is episode 30, Frost and Fire. The whole fin- staging fight between FP and Ice King. This is one that I remember loving when I was younger. Like when this one first aired, I was crazy about it. I think the fight itself, the animation in it is awesome. Uh, that's probably I about agree. the highlight of the episode for me. It is a bummer seeing F- like Flame Princess go out like this. I, you know, she's continues to be in the series but it's like they took a break from her for a while after this one uh or maybe not there's, she's in like two Never there's mind. <laughs> there's another she has one more i believe this season from at here least one now. or two more yeah because there's the one she's with her in, and bubblegum and then there's the one with don johnson uh, cinem- yeah, yeah. The, the bubblegum one is earth and water yeah and then the other one is bad timing is that what it was bad time oh, bad timing is the lsp one. Oh. Which one was it? Or maybe it is bad it. timing. No, it's maybe it's not. not. No, bad timing is LSP. The Red the Throne. Red. The Red After Throne. That's this. the one. Yep. I like that one. It's a squipadilla. <laughs> so I'm over here looking at my list trying to find what it is. Uh my next one is uh episode 47, The Red Throne. That's probably okay. why I didn't see it. I was looking past it. Um oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So for me, 
this is like that episode where it's like, okay, Cinnamon Bun finally becomes like a real character and not just some yeah goofball. Like, I do find it weird that PB, she should have known just to quote unquote fake him a little longer to get him to be smarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that they keep saying he's like half baked. Well, just like you created everything, just bake him a little longer. Like, so, okay, but it, our it, theory is that she, okay. she keeps him that way to, to keep him subservient. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is, that's exactly what I was going to get into. It feels oh, like, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're good. It, it does feel that way very much that it's yeah. like she knows they can be smarter. She knows that these people or these candy citizens can be capable of more. And yet, yeah, it doesn't allow that so that she can keep yep. control. And yeah, it's another yep. one of those episodes where it's like, she's the villain in a way. I mean, she definitely yes. is a villain in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, all the all the callbacks to like, you know, little baby. I watched this one last night too. It took a seven, uh, seven jump, jumped up seven spots. Ooh. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one more on the watch through because again, love Flame Princess. It's a good episode for her. She gets a really good like, I don't know. She gets this is like her one of her first chances to like really shine. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I, I love uh, Rod, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper as uh, yes Don John too. He is okay, but fantastic. I, the thing I wanted to, that just really came to mind for me on this one is like the other Flame Princess episodes were actually Finn episodes, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. this is like the first episode that was actually more about her. And so yeah, that's why yes. I think it's so, I think that's why for me, it's, it's so impactful. And I love the unlikely friendship of her and a uh, cinnamon bun, like of all characters, yeah. who, who would have paired those two? Yep. Yep. And you know what? I just realized I had these mixed up. I was talking about earth and water. That's oh. why. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but yeah, I, I have that one coming up somewhat soon, but um, no, this is, yeah. The one with, then t- coming in and taking it from her, like stealing her powers. And then Finn has to come in and help out in this one yes. yeah. yeah it's still yeah. he's he's more in this one probably than i would have liked but it made sense that if she's like needs the help who's she gonna call well the guy that helps everybody yeah, um, yeah. i do yeah. like that and it's like very like okay we're friends you can come back around but we have these boundaries we're not gonna cross them help me get my kingdom yeah. back i yep, do like yeah. i do like a lot of that yep yeah. Uh, yeah 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 her character at this point is no longer defined by her relationship with finn mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So number 26, we have Jake suit. I didn't like how much of a jerk Finn was in it. I think we've talked a lot about this already. Yeah. This one, but go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. This one took a big drop for sure. Uh, I I think initially I would have had it much higher, but this last viewing. Yeah. We were like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it's got its moments. It's got what the Bjork. Yeah. Bjork. (laughs) All right. So now we, since we're in the halfway point, now we get to the mathematical episodes. These episodes are great, and they rank in the upper half for a good reason. So my first one, yeah. 26, is episode 29, Sky Witch. Hey, great. I think, I think the Krabbit Familiar is one of the coolest, most underused characters they use in the entirety of the show. Good point. Him and Maja, at least with Maja, we see a good, we see her more down the road. There's mm-hmm. more to her story. But like that Krabbit Familiar duo with Maja should have been like a multi-episode arc. This shouldn't have been yeah. just like a one thing they come in and then they're it's over by the end of the episode and we don't see them for a long time. Like I love that yeah. we get to know 
weird backstory for the Krabbit that he's like into ballet. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was a great character. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. And it, it kind of, I feel like that a, a bit of a dropping of the ball there where they should have stretched that or at least had hints of them earlier in the show before this episode. Mm-hmm. I said, I put, I feel like we could have had some really cool fight scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That when they're fighting Maja, there could have been more there. They did okay with it, but overall, like I wanted, I left, I was left with wanting more. I'm trying to see, I wrote a ton of stuff for this one, which is crazy. I do like watching anything with Marceline and PB. Like, yeah, this season is. I feel like we've seen in multiple episodes. There was some stuff before this, but really this season, multiple episodes of them like sort of teasing that there's a history there, that they have a story yeah. that we yeah. don't Definitely. know. Um, Absolutely. And it starts to weave this like tapestry of like, they're giving us a little bit, but they're teasing us along for more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love seeing the reparation of their friendship in this one. Yes. Like seeing that they have a mutual respect for each other again, mm-hmm. that only grows from there. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for part one of season five's ranking. Hope it's been a fun ride. Again, next week we'll release the second half as well as listener feedback. And then we're on to season six. So if you want to leave us a voice message, the number is 216-260-GLOB or 216-260-4562. We'll play your message over the next episode. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. It's apparently the best way to help us out. Uh, You can find us on Facebook and the Twitter. I'm not going to call it X (laughs) at Oh My Glob Podcast or on Insta at Oh My Glob Pod. Or you can just send us an email at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time. Uh, bye.